Sisterhood Stories is a collection of real, raw, and authentic conversations with inspiring women change makers. We explore what it's like to be a woman in our world today. There are so many unique challenges that women face that are often not talked about, stigmatized, and kept under wraps. So this is a time for you to hear the stories of others, gather inspiration, and know that you are not alone in your journey. I am Jackie Love, the founder of Secret Sisterhood, a women's empowerment movement that empowers, uplifts, and inspires women around the world. So welcome to our tribe. Sisters, today I am here with Mira Batch Hannah, and I'm so excited to have this conversation with her. Mira is a personal trainer, health coach, motivational speaker, founder of her business Get Fit Now, and has also created her own fitness clothing line called Your Best You. She's also the founder of the inspirational event series Empower, which is actually how we met, and is also a single mom of three children. Her passion for health and fitness came from being able to cure postnatal depression through exercise. She wanted to create a platform for others who may be suffering depression or anxiety to cure themselves naturally without medication. Her aim is to inspire, assist and encourage people of all ages and fitness levels to improve their well-being and become healthier and happier. Thank you for joining me today, Mira. Thank you so much for having me today. It's an actual honor to have you here today with me. Yeah, I'm so excited just to chat with you. And and we met about a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah, we held uh, Empower May of last year, but we had met a few months before that. Yeah. And I had asked you to be a guest speaker at the event. Yeah, and that event was just such a beautiful day of just inspiration and so many beautiful women that you had there. And I was just blown away when I first met you, actually, because all the things that you were doing were just so inspiring. Like you run your own business. Here you are creating this like beautiful event series. that's all about empowering women. And then when I really heard about your story, I was just completely, completely inspired. And that's why I want to sit down with you today. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. And you know, the reason I am where I am today is because of everything I've been through. And I'm really grateful for all the hardships Yeah, that's why I just really want to speak to you about everything because I think it will serve as a lot of inspiration for a lot of women. I think a lot of women will be able to relate to you and that's what I just really hope is just to get your message out there and also to show that you can be through really hard times and come through the out the other end and be amazing. A hundred percent. It all starts with you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I want to start with one question and I always ask all of our guests this question because I think it really just dives deep into who you are as a person and we can get to know you a lot better. So what has been the biggest high moment in your life and what has been the biggest low moment? Um, I think it goes without saying the biggest high moment in my life is the birth of my three amazing children. I'm very blessed, you know, people struggle every day to conceive children and to have children and uh, people lose children um, all the time. You know, we heard of the recent tragedy in Oatlands where a mother and father lost three of their children. Mm. It's um, so sad. So to be blessed every day, to be responsible for the lives of three children for me is the biggest blessing anyone can have. So I definitely don't take that for granted Mm. and I try and be the best mother I can for them. Um, the biggest low moment in my life would probably be my postnatal depression. Mm-hmm. I completely lost myself. I didn't know who I was. I was just existing, uh, just struggling to get through the day, struggling with the thoughts of wanting to end my life because the pain was that unbearable that I couldn't even go on. Um, but somehow I, f- I dug deep and found the courage mm-hmm. to find myself again. But that was mm-hmm. definitely a very hard moment in my life and I'll never forget the pain that I felt throughout those months and years of suffering, 
Um, but once again, I, I feel so grateful that I was able to overcome that. Mm, and that's what I really want to kind of delve deep with you today and explore that. Um, because I think postnatal depression is such a taboo subject. Yeah. We don't really talk about it. It's not really even known about very much. Yeah. So I'd love to just delve deep with you and just ask you your experience about that. Like, what was that actually like for you? And when did it happen? And yeah, what were the experiences that you had? Um, firstly, you're right. It's not spoken about mm. enough. I feel because there's pressure on a mother and a woman these days to have it all together, yeah. especially with social media. These women have their babies and they're looking like a size six, you know, a week after they're giving birth. Yeah. And that's not realistic and it's not sustainable. For some women, that's their body type and they're able to. But I feel like there's a lot of pressure on women. So, you know, you're trying, you, you, your body's gone through this amazing journey of growing a child. Your hormones are all over the place. You've put on weight. You're not feeling beautiful and sexy. Mm -hmm. You're not as connected with your husband as you used to be in, you know, a few ways. Then you're responsible for this child who's crying and you, mm. they need your attention 24-7. You're trying to keep the house together, trying to cook, trying to clean, trying yeah. to be a wife. A lot of these mothers also have family businesses. They're running businesses or they work. And you're trying to keep it all together whilst maintaining a certain look. And I feel that's a lot of pressure on women and it's not fair. I feel like you need to be free to be yourself and if you need to walk out of the house looking like a mess, and that's okay yeah. not to be judged for it. You know, we can't all be dolled up the second after we've given birth and look amazing. So for me, I had three kids in three years. So wow. I feel like my body went through a lot on That's its own, lot. not not um, thinking about all the external pressures. Just it physically. Just physically. Mm. That was enough pressure just there. Mm. Um, so that's where my postnatal depression started with my body maybe not being able to take the rise of hormone, then the drop, and then the breastfeeding and all that. Mm. Um, and then I put on a lot of weight with my pregnancies too. I was unhealthy with my first pregnancy. Mm -hmm. didn't look after myself. So uh, depression also is stemmed back to unhealthy lifestyle. So what you fuel your body with, what you eat, if you don't train, that all can lead to depression as mm. well. So that's how it all started, not eating well, putting on the weight, um, and not having the best support system at the time as well. So trying to do it all on my own, trying to mm -hmm. be the best wife and having everything amazing, you know, for my family and my partner. And it was a lot. I was working mm -hmm. still at the time. Anyway, gave birth to my first son and um, realized that something wasn't right with me. I wasn't feeling happy. After your first? After my first, okay. I started to notice it. Mm -hmm. But I, I just... As we do, as women, mm. we just brush it off. I'm okay, I'm okay, nothing's wrong. Mm. Then I got pregnant soon after with my second and I really felt the bulk of my postnatal depression during that time. Because I hadn't done anything about it, the first time I felt like it came back right. even stronger. Um, the thoughts that were going through my head, wanting to drive myself through a, a wall or through mm. a, a tree, Mm -hmm. um, crying on the kitchen floor in my pajamas, having showered for days, mm -hmm. um, googling ways to end my life. Mm -hmm. It's like it was an out of body experience almost. It was like I had no control over my thoughts. Um, the fact that I didn't shower for days, like now that I look back, I think, what was I thinking? But yeah. obviously, I wasn't on the right, you know, state of mind. And having a partner that didn't really notice what was going on mm -hmm. um, and made me feel like he didn't care. Well, I'm sure he cared and I'm sure he loved me at the time. But for me, I felt like I wasn't worthy. I mm -hmm. felt like I'm nothing. 
Um, so it was just those thoughts that build up and then you, you lose self-worth, you don't believe in yourself. You, and I wasn't open about it back then because I was confused about what was going on. I thought mm. it's normal, mm. but it's not normal to feel that way. There's a big difference mm. between sleep deprivation and postnatal depression. Mm -hmm. The symptoms are similar, but there is a big difference. Mm -hmm. Obviously, when you're sleep deprived, you're moody, you're depressed, you're angry, you can't think straight. But with mm -hmm. depression, like with my depression, uh, it was quite severe to the point that I was done with life. Mm -hmm. So you need to sort of know where to draw the line and know when you need to ask for help. Yeah, and I guess like if you've just had a baby, being sleep deprived is yeah. a symptom that's going to happen already. Definitely. So then it gets confusing of like, oh, well, maybe I'm just tired. Yeah. Maybe this is why I'm feeling this way. But as you said, there's clearly obvious difference. There's obvious the difference, yeah. yeah. When you start thinking thoughts to hurt yourself and you want to end this mm -hmm. pain, that's not sleep deprivation. Mm. There's the serious depression there. So did you know what was going on at the time? Did you realise that it was postnatal depression or when did you realise that? I realised um, probably about six months later when I was still not looking after myself, still not taking care of my personal hygiene, mm -hmm. still not um, having happy thoughts, just feeling like everything was a struggle. And, um, and then when I got pregnant with my third child, that was the like, fine line for right. me, I was so upset about being pregnant, which is so sad to say because yeah. women struggle to fall pregnant all the time, so I feel guilty saying it. But I had a one-and-a-half-year-old, so I had a one-year-old and a two-year-old wow. at the time, yeah, and I was pregnant with my third. Yeah, and you're already going through such a rough time as I well. Was. You're battling this depression, and here yeah. you are having another one. But I feel like you say you feel guilty for it, but then I think a lot of mothers feel guilty to say yeah. that. And yeah. You should be able to say yeah. that because that's what you're feeling. Exactly. And to have a baby, it's a huge undertaking. It yeah. changes your whole life. So, oh, of course, you're going to be feeling those kind of feelings, yeah. especially if you're, like, in a depressive yeah. stage in your life. 100%. Mm. So, at that stage, I had gone to see my gynecologist and um, with when I was pregnant with the third, and he mm -hmm. said to him, he saw me. He saw that I wasn't my – he was my gyno for the first two as well. So, he had known me for, like, three years. And I opened up to him about how I was feeling and he knew something wasn't right with mm. me and he actually gave me the option to terminate the pregnancy because of my severe depression. Mm, yeah. um, at the time, I didn't feel that was the right thing to do. I mean, although mm. I wasn't feeling myself, I, I didn't feel like I should terminate. Mm -hmm. So I went along with the pregnancy, but I was referred to a clinic for psychology called St. John of God, which is um, specifically to help women and mothers. Wow. So I went to see her. It bothered me a little because the first thing she said to me was, you need to take antidepressants, even whilst I was pregnant. And she didn't ask me anything about my life. She didn't ask me whether I train, whether I mm. eat, well, what I do to meditate, to help myself naturally. It was, okay, you've got depression, you've got two kids, you're pregnant with your third, you need to take these depressants or you're not going to get better. Mm. And I felt stuck. And I hadn't opened up clearly to my family about my own mother didn't even know what was going mm. on. Um, so for me, I was just like, oh, it's just me and these drugs, really. Um, so I had to make a conscious decision about what I wanted to do. And that day was the turning point for me. I left her office with my kids in the back seat, crying my eyes out. And I said, no, I need to do something. I'm not going to be a mother relying on antidepressants while growing a baby in my stomach, responsible for two other yeah. kids. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I always, I've said this before, it's okay to take medication if yeah. you need to. There's no judgment around it. For me personally, I didn't want 
to take that road. Yeah. Like that road. I wanted to cure myself in a different manner. Yeah. So I got home that afternoon whilst crying my eyes out and um, I Googled what natural ways to cure depression. Wow. Yeah. And the first thing that came up was exercise. Wow. And it's crazy because a week before that I had cured, I had uh, Googled ways to end my life. Mm. So I think that uh, clinic appointment really helped me. So was it kind of like a big wake-up oh, call? It was a wake-up call. Yeah. I needed that. It yeah. was the universe saying to me, Mira, yeah. wake up, you're going to be on medication yeah. or end your life or you have to do something. So yeah. I'm glad that I saw her. I never saw her after that day. Wow. And she never called me. Knowing I was suicidal, yeah. a mother with two young kids and pregnant with her third, I never got a call from her office. So to me, that made me realise I was just another number. They don't care. Um, so yeah, I Googled ways to cure myself, exercise came up, so I found the closest gym to my house that had a crèche, because I needed to take my kids, and, um, I started joining and doing classes, um, I gave birth to my third baby, went straight back to exercise, mm -hmm. got copped a lot of criticism for it, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to get your kids sick, they're young, they don't need to be around other kids, it's not about you now. Don't be Who selfish. was saying that to you? Your friends, my your family? My ex-partner at the right. time wasn't really happy with my decision to exercise. Okay. Um, and I heard it from a few friends as well. Yeah. Um, but I, despite all that, I just went ahead with it because I thought, you know what, I got to the lowest point in my life and I only had me. There was mm -hmm. no one there. Mm -hmm. So if it's going to be only me to get me through to a better space, then that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm good with that. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that such a big realisation to yeah. feel like, okay, I'm actually on my own. Yeah. So therefore it's just all on me and I have it's to do this. Me. Like if I don't do this, yeah. then that's it. I had to rise wow. for my kids, but more importantly, I had to rise for me. Yeah. Because when I was in a bad place, it stemmed onto my family and my children. Mm. There was no fun. There was no adventure. We weren't living. Yeah. It was at home all day in our pyjamas. Yeah. I was just keeping them alive. Yeah. Now we have a life. Yeah. We live, we travel, yeah. we, we make the most of every day. They see what I do for work. They're inspired by me. You know, I see them doing exercises and talking the way I talk. And it's <laughs> yes. like, oh, my God. It's oh, so beautiful. Yes, because like, yeah. their mums are like their biggest role models yeah. in their lives. That's so beautiful. Yeah. You're such an inspiration. I'm just like, that story just, yeah, it really, really inspires me. Thank so you thank so you much. for sharing that. It's really incredible. Thank You're you. amazing. <laughs> um, and it just, it's crazy to me that you took such proactive steps to do this like it's one thing to say okay I don't want to be on medication I don't want this for my life but then for you to actually be like okay well I'm gonna figure it out I'm gonna get on Google and I yeah. think Google is a bit <laughs> underrated like it's so good if I don't That's know something just Google it um, um, yeah and the fact that you've you saw that and you're like you signed yourself up for a to the gym like that's incredible that's like really proactive steps that you took well together. you know what hun for things to change you need to change and for things right. to get better you need to get better mm -hmm. we all want change we all want to be better but if we just say we want it and not do anything about it nothing happens so you need to back up your decision with an action. Mm. And I teach that in my life coaching. I always say, okay, you've made the decision to make the change. What are you going to do about it to create that change and enforce mm. it and make it happen? Mm. And that's what I did. I, I felt like I had no choice left. I had been depressed for way too long. Yeah. My kids were getting the worst of me for way too long. Mm -hmm. My marriage was going downhill for way too long. Something had to happen. Yeah. And yeah, even though like my marriage is ended now because mm -hmm. I was able to find myself mm -hmm. and love myself and realize that, you know, it's a toxic environment for me and my kids and I want better. Right. Um, 
it's actually the best thing that also happened to me because yeah. we're all doing a yeah. lot better. My exes, my children, myself, yeah. we're all in a much better place. Oh, good so, on you. That's incredible. You. You. And you, now you've created your whole business around health and fitness. Yes. Amazing. Right? Tell so me about it. I actually come from a banking background. So when I was on having like my first child, I was in banking. So I went wow. on maternity leave to have my first child and I've never been back to banking <laughs> because... <laughs> After this amazing experience, I thought, you know what? I want to create a platform, especially for women and mothers, because mm-hmm. there's not enough support out there for women, Yeah, to have somewhere to go where they can move their body, love themselves, feel like they matter, and release any toxic energy mm-hmm. or any negativity that they've got going on in a mm-hmm. safe and comfortable environment. Mm-hmm. And I wish that I had something like what I've got now, like get fit now yeah. because I think it would have helped eliminate my postnatal depression a long time ago. But at the same time, I'm very grateful because if I hadn't gone through what I had gone through, I would not be the person I am today. Hmm. So after struggling with all my depression and curing it through exercise, I developed a huge passion for it. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to study, I'm going to become qualified and I'm going to open my own business and I'm going to help as many people as I can to love themselves and never forget their worth. Mm. And I've done that. in I'm in year four now of my business and it's honestly amazing. Like I wake up with passion and purpose every single day and as much as it's hard work physically and mentally, I am so forever grateful and blessed because I know every day that there are lives being changed Mm. and for me that's the most – that's success. Not what I get paid to do. I don't care about the money. Success for me is how many people you can help, and I feel like that I'm fulfilling my dream. Yeah, it's yeah. your purpose. It is. And even when you're talking about it, you're just lighting yeah, up, which I'm, is just yeah. so beautiful. <laughs> like you've got a higher purpose that you need to yeah. go to every day. Yeah. And like I get how hard business it is. Yeah. It's incredibly hard. And yeah. for you being a single mom, yeah. like I can only imagine. Yeah. So that yeah, it's just incredible. Um, so tell me more actually about your fitness business. Tell me what what is it. Okay, so I run fitness classes. So I started yeah. off as one-on-one mobile personal trainer because, as you know, we all got to start from the bottom and we've got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I studied online, mind you, because I had three kids. I yeah. couldn't even attend a full-time course. So I studied online and I went and did my practical hours every Saturday. So that was for one whole year and I got my certificate through Certificate 4, which allowed me to open mm-hmm. my own business. And I started mobile personal training. So I started going to people's houses and training them. Um, I missed out on a lot of dinners with my kids because I was Mm -hmm. out training people, but I'd always have their food ready for them. Um, But like I said, you sacrifice is part of your own business, so you've got to start somewhere. After about six to eight months of doing that, my husband was like, look, enough, you know, kids aren't seeing you properly and it's a lot on him too to have the kids. So I stopped that and I started running fitness classes from my home back then where I was living. Mm -hmm. I turned my garage into like a little studio. Love it. Um, and that was the start to classes. So I started doing group sessions. Um, and then when I moved here, I had a massive space. So I thought, you know what, let me convert mm. that into a nice little studio. Mm. And it's been amazing. So I run like about, I think, 10 classes a week. Wow. Um, and they're all different types of training. Wow. And I just feel like the more girls are coming and getting inspired. And my classes are different. It's not just train and leave. Mm-hmm. When you come here, you know you're not just another number. I open up my home and my heart to these girls and um, 
I felt like there was a need for some counselling because mm-hmm. they'd come to me for training, but they'd open up about their problems. Yeah. But I wasn't qualified to help them. Yeah. I'd only give them my advice based on personal experience. But I thought, let me go one step further. So I went on and studied to become a life coach. Wow. Which is like a, like a psychologist almost, but you can't prescribe any medication. Yeah. It's just counselling and coaching. So I did that, and now I hold life coaching sessions over the phone and one-on-one, you know, mm-hmm. face-to-face, um, and it's amazing, and I feel like it goes hand-in-hand with mm-hmm. the health and fitness because mm-hmm. mindset is everything, mm-hmm. and if your mindset's not in the right place, you can't be in a good place physically or emotionally. Mm-hmm. So they come here, they train, I give them a bit of life coaching through my training, they'll hear me say some stuff subconsciously without them knowing that right. it keeps them going. Yeah. Um, and it's just such a beautiful sisterhood that we've created. A lot of girls have become best friends from this yeah. class. Um, you know, we're together all the time and we are just, it's like a little gang. Aww. So don't miss us because <laughs> we have got each other's backs. Yeah, yeah. So good. So uh, yeah, good. it's really beautiful. So good. Yeah. So now that you've brought up sisterhood, yes. I want to know what does sisterhood mean to you? Sisterhood, honestly, to me, is everything. I feel Mm. like we rise by lifting others. And I feel like a lot of women need to be more open and honest about their experiences because you might be helping someone else without even realising. And I'm so open about what I've been through. And I don't. it's not a shame for me to open up about it or tell you that I've been at my lowest point, that I went for days without showers, that... I felt worthless, that I felt like a failure, Mm. that I didn't feel sexy, that I didn't feel beautiful for my husband. We've all been there and it's okay. You don't have to be perfect. There's no such thing. You don't have to look a certain way to be loved. You don't have to get your pre-baby body weight Mm. straight away. There's no pressure. It's enough pressure being a mother, being a wife, a sister, a daughter, a friend. Mm -hmm. Let's help together. Let's stick by one another. You know, it's, you can't tear another woman down because it says more about you. Yeah, by doing that than it does about her. Don't judge, don't gossip. Everyone's mm. got a story. And you only know this much about a person's life. You have no idea on the daily what this woman is battling. Mm-hmm. If she's just had a fight with her husband, if her husband's just beaten her up, if her child has, you know, said something nasty to her, if she's going through some physical pain that she's keeping to herself, you have no clue what this woman is doing or what she's been through or what she's going through. So let's stick together. Let's rise by lifting others. And if you've gotten somewhere in life, turn around and help the girl behind you because you were once that girl. Beautiful. (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. And what does the future have in store for you? Because I am so excited to see what's going to happen. You're so cute. (laughs) Honestly, I am really happy with how everything's going at the moment. I just want Get Fit Now to be a huge brand that just helps women everywhere, Mm. all around the world. If I could, I've got an online program because I can't get to everyone. So, you know, if you can't come to my classes, you can train from the comfort of your own home with my online program. Um, I want to write a book. Yes. That's my next step. Yes. That's um, needed yeah. in the world. I just want to write. It's like a diary and a book and a motivation and everything all in one. Um, and Empower is my passion. Yes. I want to hold those events as much as I can. Yes. And I just feel like, so many lives change on that day and so many people really start to believe in themselves and empowered to be better and do better. Mm. So 
yeah, mm-hmm. just keep going at what I'm doing and who knows what the future holds. Yeah. So at this point, my microphone decided to stop working. But the question that I asked Mira was, what is the biggest piece of advice you could give to a woman who wants to make an impact in this world? First of all, believe in you. I always say that, believe in yourself. A lot of the reason women start to struggle because they start to lose themselves, lose self-belief and self-worth because of the words and actions of people around them. You are worthy. You are deserving. And don't just let what your partner or your friend or your parents or whatever these people, toxic people in your circle are telling you, it doesn't mean that it's true. Mm -hmm. Shine. Shine bright like a diamond. You have it in you. You are doing an amazing job being a mother, a sister, a daughter, a friend. You are doing an amazing job being a woman in mm. our society. Mm. Believe in yourself, you know, and if you've been blessed in your life, build a longer table, not a higher wall. Mm. Don't get that wall up. Mm. Build that table and allow your sisters in mm. to build together mm. because alone you're just a drop, but together we're an ocean. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Mira, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. And I am going to link Get Fit Now in the description and all your details there so all the women can go in and follow you and and, and get in with your programs. Thank you. Um, But, yes, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute honor. Thank you for being Your energy is just so contagious to me and I just, yeah, I just love being around you. So thank you. Thank you so much. Do you want to show your support and solidarity for women around the world? Well, we have created a beautiful symbol that represents women's empowerment and the importance of coming together as a sisterhood. Head on over to our online store to get your sisterhood symbol jewelry now. 100% of the profits are directed towards amazing women charities. So not only are you wearing something beautifully symbolic of the sisterhood, but you are also making a difference to those in need at the same time. Head to secretsisterhood.com to get your sisterhood symbol now. Thank you, sisters, for listening to our Sisterhood Stories podcast. We are so happy to have you a part of our tribe. Please subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought about this episode by heading on over to our Facebook group. Our Facebook group is a place where our sisterhood community can connect, chat, offer support and inspiration. So if you aren't a part of it already, head on over to Facebook to join. Thank you, sisters. When we uplift women, we uplift the world.